With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Welcome back to Private Parts Unknown, a podcast that explores love and sexuality around the world. I'm Courtney Kosak. And I'm Sophie Alexandra. And we are taking our clothes off today, babies. Or just talking to people about it because this is audio. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, you guys, we are so pumped because today we're going to bring you the series that inspired me to start my OnlyFans account. <laughs> so blessed to actually introduce you guys to the series we've been working on for a couple months and talking to really cool comedians who have started OnlyFans during the pandemic because, hey, guess what? Our way to make a living is currently dead. Yes, and as comedians and comedy writers as well this is highly relatable right Soph? yes it's not happening right now unless you're doing zoom shows (laughs) or like i started a zoom show and still life is (laughs) nothing compared to what it was like we can't tour clubs are open at like limited capacity if they're open at all a lot of comedy clubs probably are not going to make it through the pandemic Mm -hmm. a lot of venues in general are closing down even like all places that we do stand up like you know bars and coffee shops and art galleries a lot of those places are all closing down too so we don't know what comedy is going to look like when it comes back but in the meantime people gotta eat yeah Yeah, and pay rent and whatever. So obviously people have been exploring different revenue streams. A lot of people are getting into the nude game. And it's interesting because we're seeing it in the zeitgeist too. We're seeing even, you know, people, actresses like Bella Thorne and performers like Cardi B entering the OnlyFans space, whether or not, you know, like Bella Thorne is. She's a dilettante and she should not be there. Well, we're going to get into that, right? We are going to talk to comedians who do OnlyFans. We're going to talk to gentlemen who are fans on OnlyFans. And we are going to talk to some OGs who can tell us, you know, what it feels like to have people invade your space a little bit, even if they are also there out of the same need and necessity. So I think it's going to be a really interesting series. I mean, I already know. (laughs) I already know what's coming at you. And I am so pumped to bring this to you guys. And so let's get into it. Who's the first guest, Sophia? Oh, I'm so excited to start with my friend, Sam Severin. And now my friend. Sam is a delight. (laughs) Sam is awesome. She's now everyone's friend. She is uh, a dope comic from Atlanta. Anytime I would go and do shows there, especially at Laughing Skull Lounge, 
she would be there and she's just the coolest person in the world. She loves Courtney Love. (laughs) She loves Slim Shady. These are very fun things that live together in one person. And Sam is not just a comedian. She's also a musician. Yeah, I feel like Sam is the perfect way to kick off this series. She's going to be your guys' friend in just a minute. So we're going to get to that interview right after this word from our sponsors. Hey, Courtney, do you know who the lead singer of U2 is? Bono! You got it! Oh my God, you're going to crush on Trivia Star. What's Trivia Star? So glad you asked. Trivia Star is a free mobile quiz game that's so fun and so challenging. You can choose categories like music, sports, movies, TV, animals, celebrities. There are over 60 categories to choose from, so there's always more trivia to play with. Ooh, I love the sound of that. And if you choose the correct answer from multiple choices and beat the clock, you move on to the next level. And the questions get harder over time, but if you get stuck, don't worry. You can use coins and gems to get a hint and beat the level. Trivia Star has 2,000 five-star reviews in the Apple Store. Join them today and see if you're smart enough to win. And right now, Trivia Star is offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play. Just go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Again, search Trivia Star and enjoy 2,500 coins and 500 gems. Download Trivia Star for free today. I am so excited to have this person on our pod. She is super funny comedian from Atlanta and just an overall bad bitch musician, just a ton of really cool stuff. Sam Severin. Thank you for doing the pod, Sam. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. You guys are so cool and I love this podcast. So this is such an honor. It's an honor to have you. Yeah. We're so excited to dig into your whole OnlyFans journey. Me too, man. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you were making your money before COVID and spending your time and then how that changed. Oh man, before COVID, which feels like a thousand years ago, I was a bartender and a waitress at this brunch restaurant, which was so fun. I mean, obviously in retrospect, I imagine it as being more fun than I probably was. Right. <laughs> You're like, oh God, my restaurant job, so fun. Yeah. <laughs> customer would ask me for something. <laughs> Pouring coffee. God, that was good. people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was uh, doing that. And that was like where money was coming from. Then I was doing a little bit less stand up and I started a band and was like so into that and was having so much fun. We were like booking all these shows and playing all these shows. And um, we were switching out bass players and we played on March 11th, our last show with our bass player. And it was like, oh, it's so fun. It's Dave's last show, last show with Dave. And that was everybody's last show. There were no more shows after that. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Would you, if you had known, would you have licked all your band members just, just for the memory? I want to lick someone. <laughs> <laughs> just get one last lick in. Just a 
couple good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Were you guys doing paid bookings, if I may ask? Not really. That wasn't where like part of your income stream was coming in. Not really. I mean, we were so new. We were like just getting our footing in like the local circuit. Yeah, we were pulling like 20 to 30 a show. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was still I was still doing stand up here and there. And having that option, especially as not just like, oh, this creative outlet that I can go back to and explore when I need to, I can also get paid for this sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, we're all experiencing this, obviously. But yeah, just so weird having that option that was always there. Now that's like just gone. And so when COVID hit, were you like needing cash ASAP and were you able to get unemployment? And when did you decide like, okay, I'm, I'm going into the nude game. So I was, I was getting unemployment from where, um, where I was bartending and waitressing, uh, unemployment was the most money I've ever made or had at one time in my life. Isn't that wild how broken everything is? I know it's so fucked up. Yeah. Oh, I'm more valuable at home. Yeah. God. Yeah. I'd, I'd never had like $600 at one time regularly. So that was, that was nice, but uh, I didn't actually get into, I mean, maybe I was doing a little bit of the nude game here and there, um, you know, free market style, I guess. But um, it was kind of actually towards the end of unemployment where I was like, okay, I need to start like figuring something out and got a job just part-time at a grocery store that like doesn't really pay a lot, but like got me like out of the house for 25 hours a week, which is dangerous. But I also was like really grateful to be out of the house. My social life. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, um, sure, I may pay for this with my life, but hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least I know what I'm doing today and what day it is. But yeah, that came in like in the clutch right when unemployment ended. A friend was like, hey, we just need somebody to fill in a couple hours. But financially, it isn't sustainable for that to be my only thing and um had been kind of like exploring the nude game for a while where I'd had like a couple years ago somebody would like message me and ask to buy nudes and I'd be like I don't really do that but thank you that's so sweet of you to Mm -hmm. ask and they're always like so nice about it people who buy nudes are so nice oh yeah (laughs) That's just a really great and ethical way to consume pornography. The asking was always so respectful. Whenever I was like, oh, I actually don't do that. Everyone was like, oh, uh, I'm sorry. I hope I didn't bother you. Everyone was so nice. But um, yeah, after turning that down a few times, I was like, why the hell not? I post my butt on my Instagram all the time just for likes, not even for money. God, I'm so glad butts are like a thing right now. Cause I've always had it, but it was just like, oh, this isn't, this isn't fashionable. You were ahead of your time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It was visionary. <laughs> So how did you decide like specifically like was it a like a strong decision or where you're like oh, I'm going to start messing around with OnlyFans and did you know like what you wanted to do did you look at other people's OnlyFans how did you Um I looked at um Cherith who you guys know I looked at her OnlyFans which is absolutely popping off We're going to be talking to her too Hell yeah but yeah so I made the account when I was still in like the comfy unemployment kind of place and and was like this will be something I can come back and revisit and also just having an outlet as like an entertainer that's something that's always been super important to me and like been such a 
a good space for me to be in is like in that performance space. And this might change as I get more feedback. I'm still like, I mean, less than 10 posts deep probably, but having a place where I can be like, Hey, I'm naked, but I'm also like playing guitar and like trying to learn to tap dance. Is this entertaining? You're so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, But yeah, I, I, I miss having some kind of platform to connect with people through. What have your initial fans been like? Um, not, not a big group of people, but, uh, like were all those dudes that were DMing you before, like, okay, where do I sign up? (laughs) I definitely saw some familiar names in the descriptions (laughs) and I was like, okay, good. I'm glad you found it. A lot of like anonymous names, like user one, two, seven, eight, nine, a lot of those names. Interesting. Do you have theories about who the anonymous people are? That they're like people you know and so they don't want to make it weird for you? Or uh, I haven't actually thought about that because some of the subscribers I have are people I know. Full like first name, last name, profile picture, me and my dog, like not hiding. And that's a bold move. <laughs> I respect it. Yeah, definitely. I, I do too. Uh, I have no problem with the anonymity either. I mean, I'm not, I don't even use my real name, although it's all linked to my real name accounts. So, I mean, Janet Television is my OnlyFans name. I love that name. That's so funny. How did you decide Janet Television? (laughs) Oh, I actually came up with it probably like eight years ago or something. Anytime I would like think about dabbling in the world of online sex stuff, that would be the name I'd go for, where I would like make an account on a cam girl site and like, talk to two people and be like, okay, I, I don't really have footing in this. I'll revisit it later. But yeah, that was just always the name. That's a great name. Thanks. So at 10 posts deep, I don't know if this has become a problem yet, but it would become a problem for me pretty early is have you cycled through all your lingerie where it's like, okay, that's a repeat. That's a repeat. <laughs> you know, like, are you wearing the same shit? It's definitely going to happen soon. I think. I've been doing a lot of just like kind of general undressing videos. So more of like a strippy thing than a like moving around in one piece kind of thing. But gotcha. um, yeah, I do have in mind for like the next few posts, like uh, I got like a red thing and a green thing and then like fucking not that many other things. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I have felt that I'm kind of worried about like running out of ideas. I haven't gone like quite as hardcore as some of the users on there. I don't do like masturbation or insertion videos um not that i'm opposed to that but um yeah just doing the kind of like hey can i like fuse my art in with this some way i feel like i don't know how many how long is someone gonna keep paying ten dollars a month to watch someone poorly tap dance to nirvana Uh, (laughs) i'm sorry i think you just earned yourself a subscriber (laughs) (laughs) i think the answer to that is an unlimited number of times um (laughs) have you infused your stand-up into your OnlyFans? i haven't when i was writing captions i was really thinking about the voice i was using in that i I felt like i my instinct to write captions for my nudes was like writing outside of my voice and I was like, why am I doing that? It's Janet Television. It's not Sam. So. Yeah. Yeah. And right now, Janet Television's voice is like not super fleshed out. So she's kind of like, hey, saying a generic thing. Hope you like. Um, <laughs> she sounds like a bot. <laughs> <laughs> totally. 
She's like a bot in a lot of ways, I think. (laughs) But yeah, I haven't really like put anything super humorous in the captions or anything. And um, I don't, I don't know if that's like some kind of like subconsciously like trying to separate things where Mm. I'm like, no, Sam Severin on the internet talks like this and Janet television maybe doesn't, but I mean, we're the same baby. So I'm (laughs) sure at some point the fusion will become greater. Do you feel like you figured out yet? Um, well, I guess not because of what you were saying, but it made me think like, you know, in stand-up, it takes a while to figure out how to connect with the audience too and how to like find your voice. Do you feel like you're kind of doing that again, starting an OnlyFans? Yeah. Being like, wait, okay, so who am I? That is such a good question. Yeah, I definitely, the way I'm feeling about approaching this is so reminiscent of like that first year of stand-up where you're like, this is kind of like what someone else is doing. So maybe I'll do this. Uh, I want to be different. So maybe I'll do this. It does feel very like when you're starting stand up and all all you can do is like try and figure it out. And you can ask a million stand up comics what their best advice is or what their experience was like or what inspires them to be funny. And like none of that is really going to get you as far as just trying it where I definitely felt like I, I asked some other girls for advice and like looked up YouTube like tips and tricks my 10 biggest mistakes starting OnlyFans. And and that was totally helpful, but... What are the tips that they say? What did they tell you on the internet that you should do or avoid or whatever? Um, Man, I didn't watch the videos too closely, so I'm probably going to make the same mistake. <laughs> um, one girl was like, don't use your real name. I started out using my real name and that's fine. I'm not trying to hide from anybody. I just wish, you know, it this didn't also come up in search results. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think when I started the account, it was like, backslash Sam Severin and then but the name was Janet Television just the URL was Sam Severin and I went back and changed it but this it's still uh backslash Sam Severin still takes you to Janet Television so I think that's that's my first mistake and I don't think I can go back and like untag that but whatever (laughs) um but yeah a lot of the a lot of the tips on the videos were like you know send messages and be personal and um I haven't really figured out how to approach like messaging people seems like that should be extra yeah it is like I, I think what I've seen a lot of people do is like pay-per-view messages where you'll like send out something and it's like five dollars to open it and I guess a lot of performers on OnlyFans or just on you know the couple like zoom comedy shows that I've done and like just in general interacting with audiences with this new interface now the audience is totally faceless except for a couple of people putting their photos as their avatars but even still it's not um that like real like connection where you're in front of somebody and it's happening in real time like it's I'm going to post something and then go to bed or go eat and then it just exists in the ether but in the before time you know performing was like it was happening at the same time while they were experiencing it and you were there together do you think that disconnect is like good in this case or do you wish that they were right there um, in this case, it's probably good for, for me just to figure out what kind of online sex work level I'm comfortable with and what kind of disconnect I want. But as far as like playing in a band, I definitely miss like being there with people. And then stand up, doing mm-hmm. those Zoom shows is so like disorienting 
But the first one I did, I, I was so tweaked out just being like, oh my God, I'm just talking to no one. And then the second one, I second and last one I did, I was like, I can, I can do this if I remember that this isn't stand up. This is a new thing and I don't know what it's called, but it's not stand up anymore. Sit down. Yeah, sit down. <laughs> not as cool. My jokes have totally changed because I can't do anything physical anymore. Yeah. So any of the stuff that I would do with my body or whatever, it's like, I can't. I mean, unless I'm willing to, to do a whole setup that'll be very disorienting after everybody else's <laughs> face is like in a square and then I'm like far away with a mic stand. They're like, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you, did you have any like particular attitudes towards sex work previously that like helped you decide either way to do OnlyFans or not? Um, I think probably the past... 10 years, just sex work kind of there being like more education about it, about like what it is and like how people get into it. Each time it got brought up, like in the zeitgeist, it was more, oh, oh yeah, this is just as much a real work as anything else. And also kind of realizing like the ways that we perform that work anyways, mm-hmm. without payment for it not getting paid yeah not even just in our like interpersonal relationships but like being a fucking bartender like how much of that is like posing and like posturing and like trying to make somebody feel good um those principles are not different it's all selling yourself yeah i mean same with stand-up you're trying to get them to buy you and buy into your jokes and then it's the same with the character you're creating on OnlyFans or the character you're creating when you play guitar. I mean, it's all a part of us. Yeah. Um, So I think the one good thing about so many creative people starting to do OnlyFans is I think it's maybe helping uh, people who would normally not understand and see sex work as a totally different foreign world to kind of see how actually it is very much in line with all of this other performative and serving work that we do. Yeah. yeah helps to destigmatize it for sure. Yeah. I've been seeing it more as like so empowering, not in the kind of surface level way of like, oh, I, I feel, you know, in charge of my sexuality or whatever. That really, I, I almost feel like nothing is empowering at all in our world except for money. Without money, you don't really have any like say or or like, a lot of your choices are taken away from you if you don't have money. And when I noticed that uh, women in sex work were fucking making money off of something that they were going to be forced to perform kind of in some way anyways, or even if they weren't performing it, that they would be faced with that suggestion from men they encounter all the time. And I was like, oh my God, this is like a loophole. You're going to be sexualized and objectified anyway. And I, you know, I've, I don't, have a problem being objectified Mm -hmm. i i totally see why some people do but i don't have a problem with it so if i don't have a problem with it why am i not trying to use that to like better myself and make my life a little bit easier amen amen yeah (laughs) if the old world or if whatever normal (laughs) is or could be if there was a normal reinstated would you continue with this would you be like okay I'm just gonna make money how I did before or what's your thoughts on the future I think I would definitely continue with it 
Yeah, I almost feel like silly to not have started earlier. Yeah, I always kind of had this like, what's the word? Like I like idolized strippers a lot before this. And- oh, I do too. They're so cool, dude. They're so fucking cool. I And I love the way that they own their sexuality. I just, the whole thing kind of appeals to me. Yeah, it's so neat. And I always had this inner like, oh, maybe one day I'll mm-hmm. give it a try. But, you know, the way that so many people or be like, oh, you do stand up. I, I, I want to try stand up, and it's like, oh, okay. yeah, exactly. Whatever. Like that's what I was like with stripping. When strippers hear this, they're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> you could have last one night in the club, and I'm sure I couldn't. <laughs> but I feel like when I see girls in their 20s, I feel like we were all sold a different build of goods than them. Like us, who are girls who are older, who are in our 30s, we're like. Oh, so I didn't have to live with crushing student loan debt for over a decade. Oh, I could have just like realized that there's nothing uh, dehumanizing if I'm in control of my own sexuality and like I make my own money. You know, I just feel like it sucks that it was a separation between like, oh, sex workers who are like so shameful and look at what they're doing. And if you're a good girl, you pay off your student loans until you fucking die. One cent at a time with your regular ass stupid office job. Not to say sex work is for everyone, but it's also not not for everyone. And that's what sucks about the way that it was sold to us. Totally. Yeah. And that like, that idea of like, no, there's so much virtue in doing it the hard way. It's like, Virtue for fucking who? Like, totally. What's the virtue in my car not running? That's the virtue that they like to like keep us in our place. Exactly. You know? That's like not real. That's not a real thing that you like carry with you to the grave. That's bullshit. Yeah. yeah it's really not. Yeah. It's not helping. And it's also revolutionary to use your sexuality to work for you instead of living in this patriarchal world where it's always constantly being taken from you in ways that you didn't give your permission, you know? Yeah, exactly. When Cardi B first hit super hard, like right when Bodak Yellow Mm -hmm. came out, I thought she was so inspiring the way, um, I don't want to say the way she would like dehumanize men because I I don't feel that that's a fair statement, but the way she would talk about men as like an asset, like talk about Mm -hmm. men as like, no, if you're whatever you're going to take from me, I'm going to take back the exact same amount. It's going to be a trade-off. I mean, and that she's also able to like, you know, write these like beautiful songs about the way her heart responds to men and, and like all that nuance. But yeah, the, just the like, no, I'm here to take your money and we're all fine with this. I was like, wow, that that's very cool. <laughs> I don't think in recent culture, you know, the last hundred years or whatever, I don't know, history before that, but like, I don't know <laughs> yes, if we've, I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend like I do, but <laughs> I don't think it's been possible to be like an out celebrated sex worker in the way that it is today. Right? Yeah. I feel like now today is like because of people like Cardi B and other people that are just like out with their past experiences, some of the women from like Real Housewives or whatever. And it's like, that's how they got to where they are. Amber Rose. Yeah. It became a thing that could be like a stepping stone that you didn't have to be ashamed of or try to hide forever. Yeah. Or worry that someone will find it. 
Kings used to have, uh, you know, women that everybody knew were like the court woman that they fuck and they had great like stature and had salons and were like, yeah, they had their own apartments and celebrated, had their own castles and shit. And no one was like coming over being like, oh, you're screwing the king. She's your whore. You're a fucking idiot. And it's like, everyone's being screwed by the king all the time. Let's just be honest about that, you know? Yeah. Um, My friend was telling me about these women in Italy in I don't know what century, but they were these sex workers that these men would like seek them out as these purveyors of divine knowledge and would go into these tunnels that were like shaped, I guess, shaped like a womb. Does that make sense? Yeah, shaped shaped like some part of female anatomy. I can see it, yeah. (laughs) Um, And they would like go in and like you'd have to complete these different like lessons at each step before you got to the woman and then you had sex with her or she had sex with you and in doing so would like teach you show yeah like healing and lessons and they were these like just like magical sex witches I love that I think it's dope that you're doing it and I really enjoy your perspective on it and that it doesn't seem like you have any like shame about it or you know whatever thanks dude yeah I feel mostly pretty good about it I wonder how I'll feel in the future just the way you like look back at old tweets and you're like why was I so openly sad or like so openly whatever openly horny or like yeah I wonder if I'll look back and be like ashamed that my production level wasn't good or if I'll look back and like think this content was like really weak or or be like damn I was hot does your family know no god I'm not gonna tell them (laughs) not at all fair enough um I have wondered this thought crossed my mind the other day like I'm right now in like the best shape I've ever been in I like go for walks and don't like blackout drunk and like uh all the things that are good for you and I was like man I, I really think OnlyFans is gonna chart the decline we're having the opposite quarantine experience. <laughs> totally. <laughs> well, then you can do the OnlyFans the reverse way. But uh, yeah, I'm worried about like scrolling back and just like as time goes backwards, just seeing me get like hotter and hotter in the past. That'll be okay. <laughs> do you think that there's a future in which the full Sam Severin, Janet television uh, human being version of you is someone that combines stand-up and music and nudity in like a, a thing that you're like, okay, these are all parts of me. Or do you think that the OnlyFans thing is just gonna be like a like a cool creative job? I think probably the latter. You're not going full cabaret. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think there'll be any burlesque shows for me. <laughs> but, uh, when I started doing music, I like created very thick walls in my head between music and stand up and was like, yeah, I'm not gonna try to be funny in my songs. These aren't funny songs. Um, and I'm not gonna like play guitar in my jokes. It's not a funny guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think in kind of the same way, I'm that same wall exists between like Sam and Janet. Although, I mean, I don't know. I could definitely see them fusing at some point. Tear the wall down. I love it. Do you have any uh, recommendations for people who are going to be going into the OnlyFans game as fans as to what to do or not to do? Ooh, good question. Etiquette. Oh, man. Turn on that resubscribe. (laughs) <laughs> ah, 
okay. that is a cool thing to do. That was what made me first like get on OnlyFans was realizing like that it was a monthly, like a recurring income instead of just the kind of one time like, hey, can I buy a nude? Yeah, let me set a ridiculous price where it's like the price is lower, but it is steady. And financially, it seemed insane not to. So yeah, if you turn on that resubscribe, that's fucking dope. That's so cool. <laughs> Amazing. Where can people find you on the internet, Sam? Um, OnlyFans slash Janet Television on Twitter at Waitress Boner. Best handle ever. I love it so much. <laughs> that name is like a hundred years old, like from three waitress jobs ago. I don't even I would say I don't even remember what it means, but I don't think it ever meant anything. I think I was just like these words. Next to <laughs> good words. Good choice. <laughs> you're a talented namer, Janet Television, waitress boner. You're prolific, man. Thanks, dude. <laughs> oh, my band is on Bandcamp, uh, Small the Band, all one word, because there's like four other bands named Small, but I'm not changing it. They can change it. <laughs> they won't. None of us will. None of us are famous. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. This has been fun. Thank you so much. This has been fun. You guys are so cool. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, you guys. You guys are the best, and you're so pretty. And I hope you have a good day. <laughs> Bye. Ah, that was so fun. I feel like I definitely need to become a fan of Sam on OnlyFans. Or, I'm sorry, Janet Television. Exactly. I'm glad you corrected yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a little update from uh, Sam, a.k.a. Janet Television, because it's been a couple months since we recorded with her. So we wanted to know if anything had changed in that time. And she said this. Kind of getting the hang of it more. Been doing more custom content. Kind of steady amount of subs, subscriptions. Gonna def keep doing it and might branch out into other sites or bring other content onto OnlyFans. I bought a big, big guitar amp from OnlyFans. Next, I might repair a transmission. Two exclamation points. In my head, I think of all of those things as quote unquote gifts from Janet. Ha 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 ha. Oh, I love that so much. Gifts from Janet is a really lovely way to think of it. Yeah, totally. I I sort of feel the same way when uh, I can buy myself something through that. I very much am like, oh, yeah. Thank you, OnlyFans. We appreciate you. Do you say thank you, Coco Peep Show? Thank you, Coco Peep Show. You guys, we have another amazing OnlyFans interview. Up next is our smoke show of a friend, Adrian Earhart. Total boss, total babe, hilarious comedian. And of course, she's good at everything she does. So she's one of the top creators on OnlyFans after starting it, honestly, not even that long ago. So stay tuned for that. Hey, Sophia, what's that bomb-ass music? I'm so glad you asked, Coax. This music is by our friend Amy Roche. You can find her anywhere that you can listen to music. Her last name is R-A-A-S-C-H. This episode was mixed by Mike Castaneda from Plastic Audio. We love you, Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. 
That was a pretty good one. That was for serious. <laughs> we do this every time and it's this bad always. Honestly, that's the best it's that's gonna get. That's the best so. one, yes. It's all downhill from here, baby. <laughs> hey, Sophia, what's it time for? Dun, 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 dun. It's time for the review of the week. Yes, we have a new review. This is from Life4799. For those who enjoy pleasure. I absolutely love listening to these incredible women take my mind to different places, often literally, with a different perspective in the wonderful world of sex. Thank you, ladies. Keep up the good work, especially during this pandemic. Oh, I love to hear positive reviews. Who the hell is that? Is that a haunted doll that replaced my (laughs) co-host, Courtney? What happened there? And if you guys want to leave us a review, you just go to... don't. (laughs) Do it in the normal voice. No, this is the only way they're going to do it. If you guys want to go to... don't do it. I'm so upset right now. (laughs) Ratethispodcast.com slash private. You just leave us a review. No. (laughs) If you leave us a review, she promises to never do the voice again. Please save me. I know you guys love it. I know you love it. Bye. Stop. <laughs> With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.